Are you tired of being told what to think and how to act? Well, you are not alone. In case you haven't realized it, you have an internal GPS. It knows all you need to know about how to live your life. So it's about time you stopped letting the media and the government tell you what is true for you. In fact, it is exactly that time. It's time to think for yourself. And here to make sure you're doing just that is your host, mediator, author, and lawyer, Carol Gold. Hi, it's Wednesday, June 22nd. I'm Carol Gold, and welcome to Think for Yourself. I'm really going to think for myself today because I've decided that I'm not talking about politics, and I'm not talking about all of the other things that are in the news for a very specific reason. And that reason is that I realized somewhere in the last 24 hours that without magic in our lives, without things that are synchronistic and coincidental and unexplained, without things that are incredibly astonishing that happen, that we can't logically or rationally attribute a cause to, without all of that, we are depriving ourselves of a life force that is more vital than any food we put in our body or any air that we breathe. I started to think about two things. One, how God has been removed from the public square, from the public discourse, from public education, from everything having to do with culture. God has pretty much been removed. And then I started also thinking about the challenge that I've always faced in my life, which is integrating my left and right brains. Because as I always talk about, I am both an attorney and a, an intuitive or a psychic or whatever word you want to use. One is the logical, rational side of my brain, and the other is the creative, intuitive side of my brain. And bringing those two together has always been a great challenge in my life. But the part of me that is the intuitive, the part of me that is the creative, the part of me that is that metaphysical, magical, mystical side of myself is really where my passion for life exists and where it flourishes. It's not in the logical, rational part of my brain. That part of my brain is actually very draining. When I'm in lawyer mode, I can be very effective at what I do, but it's not energizing, it's draining. But when I'm in the creative intuitive side of myself, it's as if I'm being fueled from someplace I can't even see or understand, but nonetheless is real. And I feel it viscerally. The reason that I think this is so important for us to understand is that we have reduced our lives to almost nothing more than politics. We have reduced our everyday focus to materialism and politics. So either we're looking at the economy or we're looking at the political situation. We have our friends and our enemies based upon their political leanings. We have divided ourselves based on the most unimportant aspects of being alive. And we're all exhausted. We're exhausted from the pace of life. We're exhausted from the drain of that material and political focus. 
and we're exhausted from just trying to keep up with the pace of technology. And the reason we're exhausted beside the three things I just named is because all three of them lack that magical, mystical, if you're religious, it's the God piece. If you're not religious and you're metaphysical, it's the spiritual piece. If you're none of those, but you're creative, it's the artistic piece. It's completely absent from the public dialogue. And because we are all tapped into that, because that's what comes on the phone and that's what comes through the internet. And even though through the internet, creativity is there to be had, we're so busy trying to keep up with what I just spoke about, with the material, with the political, with the financial, with all those things that drain us, that we don't take the time to even explore all of the creative outlets that are available to us. You know, I always say that we all need a creative outlet. And the reason I say that is because creativity is the energy that is the foundation of all existence, of all reality. Somewhere it was all created, whether it was created in the mind of a superior being or it was created out of some scientific origin, however it began. It began as a creative burst of some sort. Perhaps out of nothingness came everything, but even if everything came out of something that already existed, whatever it is, it was a burst of creativity from one form to another. And so each of us is part of that, and therefore each of us has that creative aspect to ourselves. And it's so vital. That's why I always also say that reproduction, the creation of human life between two living beings of opposite sex is the microcosm of the original macrocosm of all creation. So that that energy, that creative energy, if not used for physical reproduction, it has to be used. It needs an outlet. It exists in all of us. And what the focus on materialism and the economy and the politics does is that it robs us of even the time and the energy and the inclination to pursue or to allow that creative energy to flow. I know how even in my own day, it's hard and I have to make time and remind myself to do something that's creative because the other is really seductive. It's seductive because we become like rats on a wheel. And once you're in that mode of surviving politically, surviving financially, economically, once you're in that mode of you know, am I working hard enough? And will I lose my job? Will my employer be dissatisfied? Did I make enough money this week? If I'm an entrepreneur, have I handled my business? All of that is exhausting. And while it's a nice feeling to succeed at whatever it is you're doing, it's still exhausting to get there. But when you're in a creative mode, it's not exhausting. It's exhilarating. It's nourishing. It's nourishment to the soul makes you feel even more alive and bigger than you are. It makes you feel grander than you normally feel about yourself. If you create something new, 
if you create something beautiful and don't judge your creation, if you just allow it to flow through you in whatever form it takes and not judge what it is it produces, you open up that channel for more and more creativity, which means more and more nourishment, more and more enhancement of who you really are. I was thinking about how sad it is that we've lost the magic. We've lost the mystical. We've lost the spiritual, if you will. We've lost God. We've lost all of those things that require either a faith or at least an opening to what we can't see, to what we can't prove, to what we can't know with certainty and just allow that to flow through us. It's really sad. And I think in a way, it really is a factor in why so many of us are tired. So many of us are exhausted. So many of us are stressed out. And why so many people turn to drugs, whether they're prescription drugs or they're illegal drugs, people look for escape. The escape that you're looking for doesn't need to come through a substance. It needs to come by opening a flow within yourself and allow the energy to pass through you, to come into you and to manifest outside of you with you as the vehicle. All drugs do is deaden the pain of not allowing that energy to flow through you. You're just treating a symptom with drugs, whether they're prescription or otherwise. It's a really poor band-aid on a really big problem. You know, I was just listening about an hour ago to some quotes on the internet from Albert Einstein. One of the ones that struck me, it struck me so, and I printed it out. I just reached over to get it off my printer. What he said is, creativity is intelligence having fun. I thought it was really brilliant. Now, of course, attributing something brilliant to Albert Einstein <laughs> isn't a first, but let's think about that again. Creativity is intelligence having fun. We don't allow ourselves to have fun anymore through the creative process. We stymie it, we inhibit it, we ignore it, we suppress it. We deprioritize it, if there's such a word. We put it at the bottom of the list of things that we want to provide time for. And really, it needs to be at the top of the list. Imagination is so much more empowering than intelligence. Intelligence lets you know what you can figure out and what you can prove. But creativity allows you to know beyond your intelligence. It allows you to know the kind of things that actually leads to genius because it leads to intuition. It's part of that same frequency where things exist that aren't concrete, that aren't easily proven, but that exist nonetheless. I really believe it's where genius comes from. I think intelligence is a lower form of, of knowing than is intuition. I guess I'm on this rant because I come on here three days a week and I talk about politics. And even though I always approach it from the point of view of where's the higher message and what can we take away from no matter what the story is in the news, 
that can make us better, that can help us make the world a better place. When you are in that muck all the time, and I have to be as a result of coming on here to be intelligent and give you something worthwhile to think about. So I have to keep up with that news and I have to constantly look at it from different angles. When you do that, you realize over time how draining it is. And when I compare that kind of research and that kind of intellectual exercise with how I feel when I paint or play the piano or even take a walk in nature and allow my mind to drift and see where it lands, the comparison is so stark and the contrast is so riveting. Because as I said at the outset, one is draining and one is fueling. One makes you smaller and one makes you larger. One makes you feel exhausted and one makes you feel exhilarated. So I guess tonight's podcast is not so much to encourage you to think for yourself, but to encourage you to allow your mind to wander for itself. You know, there's a great expression, not all who wander are lost. And I think that's true. In fact, many who wander are truly blessed. They're not lost. They're blessed to have the ability to allow their mind and their imagination and their soul to soar beyond the bounds of what is knowable, of what is logical, of what is rational, of what is known, to open to a world of wonder and to do it with a childlike innocence. You know, I'm not Christian. I'm a Jew, but I know that Jesus said that unless we are like children, and I think one of the reasons for that is that much of his knowing was because he maintained a childlike wonder to the possibilities of the unknown, and that allowed him to connect to the unknown, to connect to that which was more than the logical mind could comprehend or grasp or even imagine. And once you make that leap, I think you find yourself in a sea of miraculous wonder. I don't have a lot more to share on this podcast because I think that's everything. On our journeys in life, we all at times, if not most of the time, feel like we're in search of something. Sometimes we think it's the meaning of life and sometimes that is what it is. But the problem becomes that we look for it outside of ourselves. We look for it in things that we acquire or relationships that we establish or goals that we set for ourselves. And I think the real journey has always been and will remain the journey within, but not just as in self-awareness, but within the depths of our own being to where there is an endless sea of opportunity and knowing and connection to something greater than ourselves. It may be why meditation is so powerful because I think when you do it well and you do it long enough, you enter that sea and you realize that there's so much more than what we allow to distract us every single day and thereby use up not only valuable time, but we use up creative energy which is really the essence of who we are. 
I guess the closing message for this podcast is to plumb your own depths, to release boundaries, to open the channel to your own creativity, and to trust that even though you may not understand where it comes from, and you may not quite understand how it works, to let it flow through you nonetheless, and be absolutely astonished at what it can produce. And by all means, don't judge the production. That's an inhibiting feature, and that's your ego trying to make you feel as if pure creativity isn't always and in every form magnificent. Thanks for listening. I'm Carol Gold. I'll be back here again on Friday, and until I am, think for yourself and create a way. Carol thanks you for spending your valuable time with her. It is her mission to empower you to remember how smart and capable you are. Be sure to check out Carol's website, carolgold.com. That's Carol with an E, gold.com. Please leave a review and subscribe here so you'll be alerted to Carol's next podcast. Until then, above all else, remember, it's time to think for yourself.